Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Tonight, it's baseball night in San Diego as the Padres take on the Cardinals. And for now, Mike Janela will be hosting the show. But after the program, he and producer Blooper will be gracing the Hoy Polloi with their presence. And I think even maybe Blooper and I may stop by to hang out a little bit. There may be some more Padres VIPs too. What do you think, Bloop, winners I'm a tomorrow? VIP. No, I said, I said there will be Padres VIPs in addition to, oh, well, to you being there. And making his debut this season, or return, depending on how you look at it, it's Jesse Agler, who came back just because he loves the Cardinals fans so much. They're very sensitive. Very, very sensitive. Best fans of baseball, though. That's what they call themselves. And rounding out the crew, it's Bill Center, also known as Jesse's Monkey. I'm Jesse's... Uh... He, he's the uh, organ grinder. I'm the monkey in this program. <laughs> now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour with your hosts, Mike Janella, Bill Center, and Jesse Agler. I'm the organ grinder now. Let's get that well, straight away. Let's not get that twisted. That you is, can have the monkey, right. believe me. That, that, is, that is a position that you earn. Just not handed to you. No, and it hasn't been earned yet after not, the first two weeks. Might be a couple years. Man, who let Bill on for the second day in a row? That's what I want to know. He was here yesterday, first time. I don't like this one bit. I don't. I don't mean to interrupt, by the way, but I didn't realize this show was still on. Oh, you think you leave and it all just falls apart? I had apart? no idea. But Seth called me. He's like, hey, by the way, can you come down and do social hour on Saturday? And I was like, what do right. you mean? They haven't turned the AMR studio into Seth's right. studio apartment yeah, yet? Yeah, this is great. I'm no, glad to see it still going. This is still happening. And you are... Mike Janella. <laughs> nice to meet Damn you. Damn nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, Jesse. Hey, that's Jesse Agler's music. He's back. Yeah, oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot. It's a wrestling it's show It's a wrestling now, show right? now, yeah. That's where I was With confused. small elements of Padres baseball yeah, talk. It's, it's yeah. mostly Stone Cold with a little bit uh, Tyson Ross. Just a dash. Got it. Well, actually, with Tyson on the DL, not that much Tyson Ross okay. lately either, but we're trying. How well, you doing? Welcome back. Me. No, I appreciate that. It's uh, great to be here. Uh, the invitation was very nice of you. and uh, Even so. Yeah. Yeah, we tried to get you a better co-host than <laughs> Bill know. here, but I, I appreciate you know, the effort. We do what we can <laughs> next time. How's it up in the booth so far? Oh, it's been a lot of fun. Having a blast, uh, having a good time, having fun, all of those kinds of things. And uh, that's been my dream since I was a little kid, man, is to sit up there and call baseball games. So uh, it is, uh, without sounding too cheesy about it, it's dream come true. 
and uh, very happy to be doing it. Getting to work with Ted is a blast. Uh, getting to work with Don last night for the first time in the regular season, a lot of fun as well. So we're having fun up there, and I hope uh, you guys are having fun down here as well. Finally are you having fun, Bill? Finally having a little fun on the field, too. So. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. was nice last night. What, one, three out of four, right. four out of six right now? Yeah. I like You're that. You're the one broadcasting. You tell us. <laughs> uh, let us know how much you miss Jesse using <laughs> hashtag PadresSH, or if you don't miss him at all. Either way, we're yeah. happy to hear from you. Hashtag PadresSH on social media. Also, jump in on the live chat happening at Padres.com slash social hour. Want to talk about that game last night? It was kind of a fun one. It was. Plus, it was very Quickly played. 235, 239. 235, okay, unlike, yeah. the, unlike the Cardinals, I mean, unlike the Pirates games. Oh, so geez, yeah. It, it, that was a very, that was a nicely played baseball game from both sides. And, a, and I thought that was a major league game and the Padres won it. it. It was one of those that it sort of went the way it was supposed to, right? Both starting pitchers were good. Uh, Wainwright obviously wasn't himself, but at the end of the day, you look at the numbers and they're like, wow, for a guy that's not on top of his game, that's a Quality pretty Quality start still, yeah, as much as that sure. stat is maligned. Yeah, no doubt. And and so those guys did their thing, and then, hey, Padres scratched out their runs, they got their lead, Will Myers, you know, had a huge night, and then you hand it over the bullpen, and like 7-8-9, you know, kind of the way you draw it up, so to speak, uh, that's baseball at its best. Uh, Orsillo and I were talking about that as we walked out to our cars last night after the game, like, that's baseball, That that's, right. that's what makes it fun, games like that. Uh, are what baseball is all about. And, and you could see some more of that tonight. Waka for St. Louis, a very quick worker. Uh, Vargas making his big league debut. That's exciting. Big wild card. Uh, there's a lot of fun stuff happening uh, the last couple of nights here. Right. Like you said, that was a, that was a major league game. Yeah. That was just all the way around. It was played well. Plus, yes. it came out the right way. So. Yes, that helps. Yes. I suppose if it had gone totally the opposite direction, uh, we would be like, ah, game sucked. But, right, it was uh, terrible. Uh, no, I had some friends that were in town for the game yesterday. You and had they had friends? Yes, and they were here. Can you believe wow. that? Wow. Yeah. Uh, and they texted me afterward, Bill's not getting invited to my birthday party. Make sure our birthday show in July that he's not on the couch. Blooper. Is that cool? no, By the way, uh, I hate to hijack uh, the thing for a second. Is there a blooper cam now? Did I hear this correctly? Sadly, there Watch is. This. My Watch God, this. <laughs> who on earth thought that that was a good idea? It's uh, mostly his family members that tweet right. in and say, that's the best camera. Obviously. You yeah. get one guess as to whose idea that was. No, I mean, but who allowed that to happen? Who's in charge of this operation? There is nobody in charge. That explains it, I guess. That. When I showed up, that I was told that was already in, so no, I had no absolutely. say in it. I had no the say. The blooper cam is brand new this year. I, in fact, I would say you shoulder a little bit of the blame for it. How? Uh, because it didn't exist in the past. Right. You have now arrived, and it does exist. I didn't come in and say, hey, blooper, you deserve a camera. That wasn't me. You let it happen. Don't put that on me, Jesse. That's just as bad. That's just as bad. I don't like that. It's one really bit. up close, too. Can we see it again? It is really. I mean, it's, that it's is really close. That is you really. You can see uh, the last time he shaved, like the beard hairs. You can really measure them. Like six months ago, awkward. right? That's the last time he shaved. One month. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> that's that's a lot of blooper right there. Um, it it is. helps his Q rating, though. We, I guess. We try so. to keep it to a minimum, the usage of it. But he's in it complete actually, control it, of it, right? It, it broke the other day. Oh, that's like a literally. He it, it might it break today too yeah, yeah. Uh, when right. I walk out of here. Hopefully, <laughs> we have some baseball bats here. Yeah, if you carry one on your way out, then we'll know what you used it for. But yes, Bill. I do have friends, and they were here at the game yesterday. And I texted them afterward, asked, how did it go? The Padres got you a win. It's pretty good. But they said they did, but it was, it was a fun game, they said. It was not, you know, that four-hour, nine-inning game we had the other night. Right. The 14-inning game, which ended amazingly. But to get there, it was a bit laborious. So it was good. It was crisp. It was awesome. Good baseball. Yeah, it was very good baseball. I got a question for you. Kashner, six innings, six great innings. 
he came out, and we know why he came out, Andy Green saying after the game he wanted to play the matchups and force them to use particular pinch hitters if they did, the Cardinals. Would you have wanted him back out there? I think even with all that, and Andy has those binders and his graphs, I kind of wanted to see Cashner come out for one more inning. I didn't. I actually, I like what Andy said after the game. I liked how he used Ryan Buchter in the uh, seventh, and then he went to Maurer, and he had a nice setup there. But right now, I think the most important thing is to have Cashner leaving games with really good feeling about how he pitched in those games. And I liked the way he pitched last night. And I thought that uh, six strong innings where he could get the win, if it played out, I thought that was perfect. I'll say this. Andrew Cashner was not out of gas. He could have gone right. back out there. Right. He could have thrown another inning. 94 Only 94 pitches. pitches yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, whatever. He could have. Uh, I get what Bill's saying. I think there's, there, there's maybe something to that. For me, though, it's all about the, the, long, the long term here, the, the long haul of this season. And it, it was start number, what, four for Andrew Cashner last right. night. It's April 20-something. Uh, let, let's build it up, you know, a little bit at a time. Let's build on that. Would it have been nice to go from six innings against Arizona last week to seven innings against St. Louis this week? And then who knows, maybe eight innings in his next start uh, next week uh, against the Dodgers or whenever it is. Yeah, sure. Uh, but, but I say, you know, play, play the long game here with Andrew Cashner this season. Continue to build him up. Uh, I, I get what Andy's thinking. Um, now, I am always going to be the guy that wants to see the starting pitcher go back out there or stay in the game in a big spot and I think uh, the way Andrew was pitching last night he would have been more than capable of doing that he was dialed in uh, mentally and physically he, w he was really fun to watch I'm going to take your point and use it to make my own point for why I think I, I did want to see him out there why I think he should have stayed one more inning the way Andy Green's using this bullpen we've already seen it he's not averse to using three guys for three outs in an inning bringing in his closer in the eighth using guys over and over if you want those bullpen arms still fresh by the end of the year, I think you can't be managing all these games every time like it's October. I think you want to get the starters to happening stretch last a night, bit. though. I mean, you, you go Bookter, Maurer, Rodney. That's right. not overtaxing anybody, you know, those three innings. He knows he's got an off day coming up, you know, in Los Angeles this week. I, I don't think he did anything last night using those guys that is going to, you know, affect somebody's availability in the long term. I, I don't think that's in play right there. Now, had Bookter been out there each of the last three nights, okay, then that conversation gets right. a little bit different. Maybe he's down today. I consider yesterday totally normal usage for those guys, though. And and there's I would have liked the one more inning. Sure. No, I, I get that. I get that. But I, I don't think it came at the detriment of the relievers last night. Fair. No. So that's the one point I wanted to make. The other was you mentioned, Bill, that he leaves on a good note. Why, why settle for good? Shoot for great. He has a chance for one more inning. If he shuts down that seventh inning, now you've got Kashner in a really good locked-in zone. Well, he, I think he's in a good locked-in zone right now. You never know what's going to happen in the seventh inning. I mean, okay, he's at 94. That's not a lot. But what happens if he has a 20-pitch inning, and then you've got to go out and get him? I think last night getting him after st six strong innings, and I mean very strong innings, that's a confidence boost. Next time he goes seven, whatever, I think he can go seven, but I think that was the right time to get him. I really do. And I think that knowing what Cash went through last year, to have him leave with little confidence and, boy, I can do this, I can do that, I think it's a step in the right direction. So you guys, you were cool with the six innings. Absolutely. Absolutely. I need Randy Jones here. The old he should have gone nine because that would have been yeah. on my side. Well, I would have. I wanted to see him one more. Randy Jones thinks everybody should have gone nine. <laughs> yeah, even today he right. thinks so. Yeah, um, we got some folks uh, coming in here on Twitter already. Uh, Friar Fever. It must be awkward for Jesse to see Seth Foster pushing buttons for someone else. Uh, no, I, no? I, I I take no ownership over Seth. 
Uh, I no, absolutely not. Yeah, good for Seth that he's still employed. Right. Uh, you know, obviously we'll let the season kind of play out, and if Mike feels like he needs to take the show in a different direction, you know, uh, from the producer standpoint, that's his prerogative. Plus, for you seeing Seth in the rearview mirror is not a bad view. That's it, man. It's like that's I the place he belongs, right? That's I have where not looked back once. I'll tell you that. Uh, there are also a ton of wrestling-related tweets that I won't bore you both with, but uh, they are it really good. It is a good. wrestling show, I'll though, respond right? to them separately on yeah, Twitter because there are some good references. There's a Lex Luger in WCW. All right, we're getting off the rails. Lex Luger, I remember him. Yeah. yeah. Remember when he switched over made his first appearance in WCW? I do not. I was WWF? more of a WWF guy. Yeah. I, I never got into WCW. Yeah, same. I was more raw, not nitro. Yeah, well, that's the right side of history. There you go. As Bill is I can moments wrestling. away from leaving the set. Moments about, away. I bet you were a big Gorilla Monsoon fan back in the day. I have Bruno no San Martino. I, there you go. I have no idea who you guys are talking about. Uh, you're playing coy. No, I'm not. <laughs> he has a Gorilla Monsoon tattoo on his right, back. Exactly. Yeah, we just haven't seen it yet. Maybe right. that'll be what we reveal today. Uh, tomorrow, they gave us one of these ahead of time. It's Padres and Puppies calendar. Yeah. All presented right. by Petco. It's the first time I've seen the final look of this. And, I mean, it's awesome. You got Tyson Ross with his little wiener dog starting for in April all the way to Matt Kemp in December. Uh, Andy Green in here. James Shields holding puppies. This is a nice little giveaway. I might keep this one for myself. Uh, when you get these, if you come to the game tomorrow, check out Corey Spangenberg, October of this year. He looks like he has no idea what to do with a living being in his hands. Uh, Corey, we love you. Hope you get better soon. Uh, tomorrow, like I said, you can snag your own Padres and Puppies pet calendar. At tomorrow's game against the Cardinals at 1.40, all fans in attendance receive one. Get your tickets now at Padres.com. We come back. Will Myers had a night last night. Let's talk about that and some more bullpen talk when we come back on Padres Social Hour. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. Coming at you live from the AMR studio here at Petco Park as the Padres look to make it another series win after last night's victory over the Cardinals. They will take on him again tonight, Cesar Vargas versus Michael Waka. But I still want to talk to you guys about last night's game a little bit. And before we get to that, a couple more tweets coming in at hashtag PadresSH from some names you may be familiar with, Jesse. A lot of the old folks are happy uh, that you're back. That's so nice. The kept faith. Those are statement socks from Jesse Agler tonight. You know, part of me was like, I'm going to roll in here. I'm going to wear plain blue dress socks today. Just you know, throw them on their heads. Yeah, yeah. but, uh, you know, I have the cool yellow and brown uh, socks that I got here at the team store a couple of years ago. They wore the brown Last night they won. I was like, let's roll with it. Thank I knew you. you'd come with the sport coat, too, and the nice socks. That's why I wore my suit today. Yeah. Center looks uh, normal. Yeah. Well, nah. I, I thought you might dress up for the occasion. That's all. If that's I should have because you are back. Yeah. No, so I knew that I had to bring my A game because I knew Jesse would come in here like, yeah. hey, look what yeah. you guys are missing. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I had yeah. to be keeping it together. Yeah. Uh, then you have Ghost of Ray Kroc saying this Jesse Agler joker has no future on none, Padre Social None. Hour. Just a past, baby. We right. already said. Blooper <laughs> no, in no. the rear view. Rear view mirror, man. Moving on from Can we here. get a blooper cam for Ghost of Ray Kroc? There and, it is. And Ghost there of Ray Kroc has stopped watching. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm going to put you guys in the Cholula hot seat now. Oh. Jesse, this Jesse, is your first time in Jesse. it, right? right. Uh, it must so, be, okay. I would think. Yeah. yeah, you're always the one administering the right. heat. Right. I don't think I've ever put myself on the hot now seat. Now you're receiving the, sure. the Cholula heat. So okay. Will Myers last night, three for three, home run, triple shy of the cycle. Yes. Will Myers, his last seven games, 13 for 31, six RBIs, four runs. He's really clicking, a couple of home runs. Yes. We're seeing all these young stars across baseball. We just saw McCutcheon leave with the Pirates. 
Bryce Harper is on a different planet right now. Mike Trout. As the Padres look to build this team and get the franchise in the direction they're going, can Will Myers be that kind of a cornerstone player for this franchise that everyone seems to be amassing across the big leagues? That's a, it's an interesting question. I'll say this. Will Myers has to be a huge part of the future. And a healthy Will Myers uh, is a Will Myers who is going to contribute along the lines of those numbers you just threw out there. Now, is he going right. to hit close to 500 over the course of a season? Obviously not. But if and when the Padres get back into contention in the next few years, it's got to be with Will Myers as part of the core. Now, are you going to put him in the same category as a Bryce Harper or a Mike Trout? No, not now. If Will Myers, though, has a completely healthy season this year and goes off and then comes back next year and kind of picks right back up uh, where he left off at the end of this year, then sure, let's have that conversation again. Right now, Will Myers is a really, really good player. Is he other stratosphere level like those guys? He isn't. Not right now, and I'm sure he would tell you that. He hasn't stayed healthy enough. He hasn't been able to produce enough because of the health. Uh, but is there potential there? Of course, all the potential in the world. Uh, he's a very, very, very talented baseball player. I totally agree. I think that... Well, when, rookie of the year, his first year, and then he started having injury problems, and it's bit him for uh, two straight years. I think Will Myers has the potential, like Jesse said, to be that ne that next echelon player, but he's got to prove it over a full season, and he's been able to, unable to do that yet. I do think it's there. He's only 25. I yeah, think people right. Forget he's still that. very young. I remember with the Royals, who have gone to two straight World Series, they've won one. Everyone thought that whole bumper crop of their prospects after a couple disappointing seasons. Well, all busts. Those guys are done. And now here we see what Alex Gordon did, what Eric yeah. Hosmer did, Moustakis. People were ready to give up on Gordon. Yeah. They absolutely right. were. They, they did. Yeah. And the fact that if you don't do it like a Mike Trout or a Bryce Harper before you're 22, 23, that you're just done for your career is, is ridiculous. Two years ago, the Royals were here, and uh, Mike Moustakis, I think – was here, but he had just gotten called back from the minors. Right. They'd sent him down. They'd sent him down. And, and it was that same thing. People were saying, oh, it, it's all done. It's over. Moustaka's no go. Can't do it. Can't hack it at this level. And, and there he is, you know, a core key member of a team that wins two straight pennants in a World Series. Uh, so that, that's a huge thing to keep in mind is that none of these guys are finished products. None of them. I, I say that all the time. Ever. Ever. Almost. Right. Ever. They're not. They're, they're not just who they are. They, they might end up being that, but it doesn't mean that they are necessarily going to be right. that. The weird thing for what – you don't think of that kind of young superstar right now being a first baseman. You think an exciting outfielder, maybe a dynamic shortstop. Uh, you think first baseman is more the lumbering kind of veteran guy, but maybe Will becomes that face of the position across the league. Sure. Who, who else would be there? Sign me up. Yeah. Why Sign not? me up. Right. All right. I, I, I think that his future is dynamic if he stays healthy. And we've seen 16 games or 17 games. He's been healthy, but he's got to stay healthy for the entire year. Yeah, that's all he said in spring training. If right. I'm healthy, I'll give you the goods. Now we just got to wait and see. All right, so uncap real flavor with Cholula hot sauce. Jesse, very well done on the hot seat. Thank you. It's the hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. All right, last night we mentioned bullpen. Look at, how, look at how Hollywood he is, taking his texts live These on the show. These aren't texts. I, I'm checking on your, uh, on your Twitter people. Uh, CB, uh, I'm just going to do the show for you. He's for hijacking. Look, yeah, who yeah. let this guy back in the, goes, in the building? These people, the, the people who try and make this like a, a competition, are, they don't understand the way the, 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 the world works. Your socks got nothing on your replacements. I'm glad Mike has nice socks. Oh, like, if you, you think that that's going to upset me, like, if you think I'm worried about, like, Mike's, like, I hope Mike's sock game this year blows my sock game away. 
from last year. Jesse's playing CB, nice. Once we, go, negative, to, once we go to break, Jesse's going to come over and just slap me in the face. No, no way, man. Like, steal my gimmick. All, no. I, all I want is for this show to be a thousand times better this year than it was last year. Oh. I hope people understand that because you see a couple of the you-know-whats. Right. You know, uh, like, that's not how the world works, man. Uh, small, petty people, that's, that's not how we roll. That's not how we roll. We want success. We want happiness. We want socks. Yes, great socks. <laughs> success, full socks. Yeah. All right. Uh, successful last night was that bullpen, and I want to get to them. We talked about it last night. I think maybe Andy Green going to them very often may bite them down the road. You guys think so far so good, but it has been. And last night, uh, the hero of the game, uh, we're, that's something we're giving away, and we're giving it to Ryan Bookter, who you mentioned briefly, Jesse. This guy, one inning pitched in his awesome. major league career two years ago, and Andy Green just throws him into every fire this year, and he's been great. Uh, his numbers so far this season, 10 strikeouts in seven and two-thirds innings, six hits and four walks. He's letting on a lot of base runners, but it's been working out, especially when you get plays like last night, Adam Rosales with that amazing reflexive play uh, in the seventh inning. I mean, A... How awesome was that play? Great play. It goes, you go from disaster, Matt Kemp, what are you doing, to Adam Rosales, wow, in half a second, and then it gets booked out of the inning without a scratch on him. That play changed the game. Right. Uh, and that's not just uh, my opinion. That is uh, what Andy Green said. That is what Mike Matheny said right. after it last night. Uh, that might be the biggest play in the game last night. And, and it's another good reminder of, like, you know, those little things can make such a big difference. Yeah, we're sitting here talking about Kashner, and we're sitting here talking about Will Myers, as we should be. They were both huge in that game last <laughs> night. But if that play goes another way... Who knows what we're talking about? We might be talking about Cashner and Myers as having nice performances in a game that got away from the Padres. Stuff like that is so key. And there's not always one glaring, obvious big moment in a game like that. Uh, but that was absolutely huge last night. And it was a mistake. It was an absolute mistake made uh, by Diaz. He's in the starting lineup tonight, so he'll be trying to make up for it. Uh, but that was a, a great play by Rosales. A really nice tag by Derek Norris. You don't want that to go under discuss a mistake by Diaz and a, a massive, massive moment in the win last night. Yeah. Save the game. Plus for Rosales, that's one of those plays that your subconscious as a baseball player is just telling you that if the ball gets away, you know, what am I going to do? It's the old Derek Jeter, Oakland A's right, home plate exactly, flip. Right. Yeah. It's exactly that your mind as a ball player is functioning even, you know, even when there's a misplay, if it comes to me, what am I going to do? And that was just, that was an an excellent reaction play. Great throw because he had yeah. to turn he had to turn 180 degrees. Great throw. Quick throw. Right. Very quick. Quick, quick release, great throw, and and like Jesse said, Norris made a really nice tag. Yeah, all in support of Ryan Bookter, who was the hero of the game. Hero of the game is brought to you by the Hero Program, a new way to upgrade your home to save energy and water. Visit HeroProgram.com to learn more. Uh, that bullpen, we'll talk about uh, maybe that some more. Uh, let us know what you think about Will Myers, if you think he is perhaps the face of this franchise in the future. Again, hashtag PadresSH, and get us on the chat at Padres.com slash social hour. When we come back, we're going to talk about an old friend that was back here yesterday as well, nothing to do with social hour, out there on the field. He got booed pretty heavily. We'll let you know about that. We're back with more Padres Social Hour right after this. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. As the Padres and Cardinals get set to tango, game number two, we're here in the AMR studio with good old Jesse Agler back, this time on the couch instead of the seat, and Bill Center, who's 
furniture by this point here. Right. He's here so often. Uh, Jesse, what I mean, what's the view like actually from that well, side see, of the room? Uh, I can see the the ballpark now, which is nice. You know, from from your seat, you know, you're just sort of looking at at this ramp. Like there's it's yeah. kind of industrial. There's not much going on. Uh, I can see the right field stands here. It's like, oh yeah, you're at Petco Park. Uh, which is you can see the baseballs coming during yes. BP instead of getting shocked by them yes, like I am all they, the time. They are terrifying when they catch you off guard like that. Uh, and, and I'll say this too, sitting here, whoa, man, way easier. Way easier. A lot less work. You're, just, less you're, you're hanging, you're laid back. I'm kind of relaxed, yeah, yeah. I'm checking Twitter, making fun of people. And, uh, and, and you know, if I have nothing to say, I'll just shut up. I don't have to fill the time <laughs> like you do. That's great. Yeah, I should start that. Just shut up sometimes myself. Bill, you'd like that, right? Yeah, we, well, that's sort of what we're wishing for. So. <laughs> Whoa, all Has right. he been nice to you, by the way? We should probably discuss this. He's been okay, yeah. Like the wrestling thing is like some turbulence. No, Bill's – Mostly, I say on eight and on average an eight. Oh, okay. Some That's days very you nice. drop. Some days you drop down to like a one. Oh, I like that. Yeah. How do you feel about him, Bill? About the mic? Yeah. That is Mike, right? Yes. That's okay. The sure. one and only. Right. No, he's uh, he's. He's not you. Well, uh, that's not what I'm fishing right, for. Okay. Right. Thank you, but. Uh, oh, you're, oh, we're looking for platitudes. <laughs> yeah. This is <laughs> the uh, the the shower right. Jesse hour. Yeah. Um, uh, no, we don't no, have to go, go down that road. Actually, I've I've have worked with. Uh, we did the auditions together. Yeah, so. my two auditions. Right, the yeah. ground floor. So, in fact, I remember the first one. I said, "Hey, this guy's got a ch- shot." And here I am, yeah, for better or for worse. Yeah, nice. Look at that. Okay. Nice. Well, I'm glad you guys are getting along. I, yeah, I know. No, I know Bill's not the easiest guy to get along with. That was the whole point of I'm me not. asking. Yeah. And right. so I'm glad to hear that it's working out. Uh, because Bill is a peach of a guy when he wants to be. He really is. And Not, I, I, I enjoyed working with him the last couple of years. Turned on the charm. The social hour whisperer, Bill Center. Uh, <laughs> Friar Gal is here. We just saw her tweet. Hello. Just tweeting at us at hashtag PadresSH. Says, I see you. Well, now we see you too. Thanks right. for swinging by. Okay. Um, all right. Let's get back to, uh, to what was happening on the field last night. By the way, we're talking the bullpen yesterday. If you take out the, uh, the Lionel Campos meltdown two nights ago and that Perdomo meltdown on opening day, the Padres bullpen – 55 in the third innings, 53 strikeouts, a 2-4 ERA, a 1-1-7 whip. Those numbers don't look good on the whole season. I think the ERA is north of four because of those two uh, big meltdowns and the losses. But the bullpen, I think, has been the strongest part of this team so far. It Agree, disagree, really or would you think some other part of the team has been right. better? It's, it, I mean, the bullpen is the best part of the pitching, no doubt. Yeah. To me, this, when I look at the first – 17 games of the season. What's surprising to me is one that Melvin Upton is is contributing the way he's contributing to this team. Myers hitting when he makes contact with the ball. I I, I see a lot of good things. I'm still concerned with the starting pitching a little bit. I am really happy to see Kashner turn it around, but the bullpen on the pitching end, I think, to me, has been the key. Yeah, a couple of hiccups, right? You know, a couple of bad games, one against the Dodgers, another one the other night. Uh, you know, that, that long eighth inning against Pittsburgh. Uh, but you're right. O- overall, they've been really, really good this right. year. And what's cool about that and what's encouraging about that is how different of a group it is than last year and the year before. Obviously, Kimbrel and Benoit are gone. Uh, but even some of the other characters, you know, it, it's a new group of guys. And uh, Darren Balsley, Doug Bockler working really well with them. And, and, and it's been very, very, very solid. Even so the guys within the group you have last night, Bookter. One major league getting pitched in his yeah, life before right. this year. Fernando Rodney finishes it. He's been around forever. Yeah. Mixing those guys together. And in spring training, people were saying, 
bullpen's going to be a weakness. It's going to be a dumpster fire. A bullpen is the easiest thing to rebuild in the big leagues. Who was saying dumpster fire? Well, that's it like to the be guy a, CB on Twitter that's that was a, mad that's about a, the Sox. That's a nice Twitter phrase, and now yeah. they have a nice gif of dumpster fires that I've seen uh, a lot of. Boy, I don't, I but bullpens are the easiest thing to build. I don't think so. I you get scrap heap guys all the time. You have a good pitching coach for a one-year deal. You can get guys on in the pen all the time. A lot of teams think that way, but I think the bullpen is crucial how you put it together, how you got guys lined up. Like right now, I, I like the way that the that they are beginning to work the seven, eight, nine. Mowers now looks pretty much the eight. Of course, Rodney's the nine. I like Bookter last night in the seven. I think bullpens are awfully hard to put together. Teams that uh, you have to find the right formula that it's just not – you just don't take Sure, but guys. there are so many arms out there. Look at this bullpen. Rodney came over essentially on a flyer. Bookter was plucked for nothing. Villanueva didn't cost that much either. Maurer was already here. He's not costing you much in the bank. I mean, Perdomo, who had his one big meltdown but has been great since, it wasn't like these guys were – Battling away suitors. No, but I think that to find the formula and to get everybody working together out there is it's a little bit trickier than than just getting seven guys and throwing them together. Uh, it's the me, cheapest part of a team to rebuild. The cheapest part, yeah, yes, which which can but, which can lead to being making it very quick. Right, but you can also go you you can look at other teams and how closers, I mean, how bullpens have just imploded that I think a bullpen is very hard to keep together. Yeah, I, I'm more with you on this one. I, I, I think Mike makes a point that, you know, it, it is sometimes like a, a somewhat random assembly of guys right. out there, but that doesn't mean it's going to be good. And, and so I think you have to credit a, a team, and, and I mean a front office, I mean a pitching coach, I mean a coaching staff, when you do have this sort of assortment of guys and they are good. Uh, because there are a lot of teams who try and do kind of what the Padres just did this year with the bullpen, and it is a complete disaster. Right. Um, and a bad bullpen is the quickest way to lose games. Um, and, and there are plenty of bad bullpens in baseball. And if you look at the, the bottom of the standings every year and you go look at their relief core, there's usually a pretty strong correlation there uh, because a, a bad bullpen can take a 3-1 lead in the sixth inning and turn it into a 6-3 to three And loss. it's gone in the wind, yeah. I'm right. just saying, when you go from a bad bullpen to a good bullpen is the quickest turnaround you'll get, I think, than a bad lineup, a bad starting rotation, yeah. bad infield right. defense. Well, can it's the quickest right. thing to turn around. Well, that's and fair, the but, right. but easiest, to, I, I don't like word, using the word easy personally. No. I, I just Because I don't think it is easy because I think you get teams trying to do it all of the time, and more often than not, they aren't successful doing it. So uh, is it easier than finding an MVP caliber shortstop? Sure. Yeah. Uh, but I, I wouldn't say that that makes it easy. All right. I think it still is. But so far, obviously, this group has been great. Yeah. I uh, wanted to ask you guys, last night, Jed Jerko back in town, did not yes. get to start. He is starting for the Cardinals tonight. He comes in late as a pinch hitter, gets booed roundly. Do you like the booing of a, of a returnee, especially someone who was traded that didn't leave? When is it right to boo a returning former player, when is it not? When is it good to just be apathetic? You buy the ticket, you're allowed to boo. Okay. That's, to me, the, the bottom line is, if you're a fan... Laissez-faire. Do whatever you if, want. If you're a fan and you bought the ticket, you're allowed to boo. Now, I'm not saying that I would necessarily agree, but that's your right All as right. a fan. Why wouldn't you agree? Well... <clears throat> if it was you, as a, as a ticket-paying customer last night here, would you have booed Jed Jerko? No. But I wouldn't have booed Adrian Gonzalez, and the fans enjoy doing that too. They, they, you know, if he wasn't a favorite, if they didn't like that he's with another team, it's their right to boo. I think the fact, if you've been traded, I, don't, I think you should be less susceptible to boos than if you left as a free agent 
That's uh, my opinion. There's something to that. You're right. I, I mean, if a guy, you know, scorns your team. What's he, he going to do? And he leaves. Well, it's not it was fault. not Jed Jerko's decision to right, leave right. here. That said, A, I agree with Bill. If you pay to get in, boo whoever you want. B, why, why are we trying to make the guy feel comfortable? Right. Boo him. Make right, him that uncomfortable. I like. That you know, I like. That, that's part of being the home team. Uh, you know, these fans don't owe anything to Jed Jerko. No. Like, you know, if they wanted to give him a standing ovation, that's their prerogative. If they want to boo him, that's their prerogative as well. I like the idea of trying to make the guy uncomfortable. I like the idea that Jed Jerko is walking to the plate late in the game as a pinch hitter, by the way, and maybe, maybe for a half a second he's going, they're booing me, and now he's not thinking about trying right. to get a hit, and now he's not as locked in. Go for it, man. Like, th- this guy doesn't need to be comfortable tonight. I like Jed. I enjoyed being around Jed the last couple of years. Good guy. It, it, great guy. In this situation, yeah, boo him. Right. Try and make him uncomfortable. I, that, plus, that part I like, but plus, I still feel I like, like. I like seeing the fans involved in the game. Well, yeah, and yeah, not they're just, into it. And not right. just and on I their like phones yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like Jesse's been here during the whole show. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I like it more when it's a, a guy who left for bigger money or for a rival or sure. something like and that that's by much his different. volition. I think then, yeah, release the Then house. you go crazy. Yeah. Then you go crazy. But I don't mind this at all. No. I didn't mind it even a little. I smiled. I think I even said on the radio, good for the fans. You know, something like that. Like, I was like golf it. clap. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. that. All right. I, I like that point where you're making him uncomfortable. I'm an edgier the fact guy. That, yeah. I don't know. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> uh, we have a question come in from uh, Davey Sapien on Twitter. Baby Davey. Yeah, exactly. Baby Davey. What is the Padres Social Hour crew's most disliked baseball movie. Okay. I asked people for questions for Jesse, and this is what we got. Okay. So, uh, disliked. My, my favorite, by the way, is Field of Dreams. That's my number one. Okay. So dislike, I'm trying to think. Uh, I, I can't remember the um, when William Bendix was uh, playing Babe Ruth. I think that was the worst uh, okay. I can't remember the I can't remember the movie, but it was it was horrible. I'm such a sap. One of the, like the major league sequels, yeah, like three or four, the back go. to the minors. There I think that's go. my pick. That would that's that's where I would go. That's right. where I would go because Major League, the original, Excellent. is my Excellent. favorite movie Great. of all right. time, yeah. baseball or otherwise. Uh, so yeah, you're right. I, I, that, that's a good answer. I'll, I'll I'll hop on that with you. Yeah. All right. So there you go, Blooper. You have any hated baseball movies? I thought about it. Uh, the John Goodman Babe Ruth movie is awful. Yeah. Again, right. All I right. agree. I agree. Like that. Two thumbs down from Blooper. When Blooper gives you two thumbs down, you've hit a new low in life. Uh, calling all students, alumni, and fans of San Diego State University. Join the Padres for SDSU Day at Petco Park. That's tomorrow. And you get a puppy's calendar and you get some SDSU swag when the Padres take on the Cardinals. Each theme game package includes a game ticket and limited edition SDSU-themed Padres hat. Get your tickets at Padres.com slash theme games. Keep the questions and the tweets coming. We're back with more Social Hour right after this. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. With Jesse and Bill, Mike here. And we've got the tweets flooding in about bad baseball movies, which we talked about to end last segment. Uh, they kept faith saying the worst baseball movie is Fever Pitch. Let's not be children. I like Fever Pitch. Am is I that weird? The, the, the Jimmy Cape Fallon? League? No. Oh, right. yeah. That yeah. was Summer Catch. Yeah. Which was so bad it was good. I agree with, with Freddie Prince Jr. I agree. That it was Biel. so bad that it was good. Um, yeah, no, Jessica Fever Pitch Biel. was Jimmy Fallon, Drew Barrymore, the Red Sox. Yeah. They won. Yeah. I'm a sucker for rom coms, yeah. though, so I will watch oh, yeah. any bad rom com. Sign me up. It's like, that's my jam. I so. read, uh, I read I the, love Fever, Fever uh, the Fever Pitch book several years ago, which is actually about soccer. Right. Yeah, it's an Arsenal book. Not Great a, book. And it's really, really good. That yeah. movie, I don't think I could get through that. 
I'm not a big fan. I've gotten guy, through though. it like ten times. <laughs> Is that right? Uh, so you you buy the fact that she could run across the field and dodge all these we people. Saw, we saw Arietta the night in the no hitter. That guy came in and jumped right. in that huddle. Uh, That's art imitating life. I'm saying she was thrown in jail and never made it to the stands. <laughs> movie over. That's your. That's I see right. too That's many. I see up. too many streakers. Did they have to change on. the end of that movie, by the way? Yeah, because that was the year the Red Sox right. won the World Series. Right. So right. the right. end yeah. of the movie was the Sox didn't you know do who it, I but can love ask about this? moves on. And they had Don to Orsillo. It. I'm gonna. Yeah. Uh, I'll go right. upstairs. Bring it up tonight. This. I'm gonna say Orsillo. Right. What's the deal with fever pitch? Uh, Janela loves it. He, he, Don, you know, he doesn't love talking about the Boston stuff. He's moved on. He's all San Diego now. But I'll ask him. And when you bring it up, make sure to let people know when they can watch the next Padre Social Hour and just plug us like crazy. Oh, I was I was going to do it off the air. Oh, I thought so much promise, Jesse, and you just leave us hanging. All right, let's move to. I'm apparently stuck up that guy's head or something like that. No, he has no sense of humor. We wouldn't have had you back if we thought that was the case. Cody, Cody, lighten up. Elsewhere in baseball yesterday, Yaziel Puig. You guys see that throw that he made in Colorado? Uh, so Tiazio Pue going for a fly ball in Coors Field. He goes up against that new fence that they have there, that new uh, railing. With he was that unaware that they wall. have the high fence. Yeah, it's now 16 feet. Somehow he missed it. And the ball bobbles away from him. He picks it up and throws a BB on a short hop to nail Trevor Story trying to stretch it into a triple. It's a crazy throw. It man. reminded right. me of so many throws. I mean, as a kid, I remember Bo Jackson uh, throwing out Mike Gallego with the White Sox, basically from a standing stop. Uh, there was the Jose Guillen throw at Coors Field, too, against the Pirates back in 98. Uh, Dave Parker's had some uh, famous throw. Ichiro with Ichiro his rookie year Oakland, throw. Yeah. Which I looked up, by and the way. That Puig. one, that Ichiro throw, in my mind, I always thought, wow, like that was the most incredible throw. He actually wasn't that deep. He was kind of shallow. It was a laser. It was, that was the thing. It was a right. rope. It was a rope, but yeah. it wasn't that deep. So my question to you guys, what's the best outfield throw you've ever seen? Because that Puig one yesterday in terms of just degree of difficulty, I think might be number one. I mean, right field to third base is, is always the right. sexy one, right? Like you'd like to say, oh, throwing a guy out at the plate is the coolest thing ever, but it's never as, as mind-blowing for some reason than a right fielder hosing a guy at third. Yeah, just forget context and importance distance. of the run and everything. Just in terms of the actual logistics of the throw, what do you think is the best outfield throw you've ever seen? I, I, that's the Ichiro one. You're right. He's not the as Ichi deep as I thought he he's was. He's basically, right. if that was today, he would be playing a second baseman shift, yeah. essentially. <laughs> I saw it. Bill's probably going to pick, like, Clemente. Hoots Mahulahan in 1907 or well, something. Almost. Well, we, we Willie Keeler, Keeler was once thrown out at third base. Right. I saw a, a player, <laughs> a center fielder named Vic Davalio years ago. Okay. That threw a just he – he was a pitcher before he was an outfielder. And he threw. Blooper, a video of this? Oh, right. <laughs> of course. He no, this is, a, this, is a mi- this is a minor At the league. old Nickelodeon, you'd right. watch it for five no, seconds for a nickel. This was an exhibition game that the, the Indians day. played <laughs> here. And he threw a rocket from the warning track at center field at uh, Westgate Park. And it hit on the other side of the mound as it was coming down. Took a just a perfect hop to the catcher. And it nailed the guy by about 15 feet. I mean, it was just. You I saw mean, this it was with your own eyes. Throw. Yes. Okay. Yes, it was an incredible throw. I mean, and we do we have the Jose Guillen uh, video? Let's take a look at that. So the thing with Guillen and uh, it was online yesterday. It's very Those similar. Those pirate right. hats. Identical. Right. Let's just talk about the pirate hats for a second. Those were you so like bad. or you dislike? Oh, they were terrible. Yeah, the late '90s was a weird time in fashion right. nationwide. Yeah. Uh, the See, difference. Thin air though. Yeah, Guillen's <laughs> is a. I mean, that thing just parachuted. Right. The difference, I think, between that and Puig was that Guillen, it basically popped up. A, he wasn't against the fence. The ball kind of hit off the padding, and it stopped right there in front of him. It kind of fell in his lap to regather it. 
Puig, it bounced away from him. He had to go track it down 15, 20 feet, then pick it up, then make the throw on the money, right. all with his momentum moving in a direction that it wasn't supposed to, whereas Guillen was kind of already yeah. there. That's why I think the Puig one is maybe the best we've ever seen. That there's, was a great throw. There's a famous old Roberto Clemente throw from right field that they're always showing, which right. I, I find amazing. Sorry, blooper. You could have asked, and I would have told you. I asked uh, Major League Baseball for it, and they couldn't find it. Oh, that's that's not surprising. That was, um, yeah, the 71 World Series. Yeah, like, right. it's an unbelievable, and, and I know you said uh, outside of context, but doing it in the World Series, I think, you know, you get a point for that. But that, um, there wasn't even a play at the plate on that one, right? He stopped the runner at third with the throw. I think it was maybe he flex. It was basically him flexing. Right. Yeah. I mean, it saved a run essentially, but it wasn't a play. But it at stopped the, plate. the runner. Yeah. yeah. Now look that one up, however you'd like, uh, on the internet. But yeah, that one is also pretty. Apparently impressive. not on MLB.com. No, uh, is it? Yeah, yeah, right. So uh, <laughs> we're not going to endorse any other way about it. Uh, I love Yasiel Puig today. He sends a tweet yeah. out, and he goes, "Tonight I'm hitting the cutoff, man. Sorry about last night, Skip." Not good Borat joke, Yasiel. Yeah. Uh, ha ha ha. Hashtag throw not late. Uh, he's crushing it on social this year. He had that tweet a couple days ago. He was the first one on the team plane. He goes, I'm on time, guys. Like, you're asking me for this. Where are the rest of you? When you have that kind of talent, and this is the Puig that they saw a couple years ago, you can start having the fun he's been having. Last well, year, not he, so much, but this year. Right, I'm glad he's having fun, finally. I mean, I really, really? – I, I think he's. I think he's a great talent. You know, great talent has to be harvested. I mean, I, I think that I'm glad that he's acting the way he is right now. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it makes baseball more fun for people like that. Uh, we're going to head to break, but Yoannis uh, Cespedes, uh, your buddy, Cody, Jesse, so he says a couple of those throws versus the Angels. That yeah, was a that great was one. Yeah, good ones, Cody. Uh, the fan from Ghost of Red Croc, right, he says Cody. the fan is a bad baseball movie. Oh, that is a bad um, baseball yeah. movie. Wesley <laughs> Snipes and De Niro. That's a yeah. re- that might be my good that's job, That's your Ghost. new one? Yeah. That might be the worst one. Yeah, no, Cespedes, man, this is he's crazy. got a gun. Yeah. yeah, no, that's insane. Although that one was because he misplayed the hop, so he put I, himself I in care. that situation. I mean, the fact right, the that throw he was where – I mean, what is he, 340 feet away? Yeah, deep in the corner. And, I mean, straight down the line. Nice tag, Derek Norris. Uh, I, I mean, that's, that's yeah, insane. Norris seems to find himself in these plays at the plate. And he, he is a catcher. Holds himself for yeah, <laughs> Is that what you have to? All right. We're back more after this. See if Jesse can state some, uh, more, uh, some more obvious facts. Reminder, in case you somehow don't know yet, Major League Baseball All-Star Week is coming to San Diego. Get in on the action July 8th to the 12th by visiting All-Star Fan Fest, the world's largest interactive baseball theme park. Tickets and more information at allstargame.com. Don't go anywhere. More on Padres Social Hour right after this. We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. 540 first pitch, Padres and Cardinals, game two of the three-game series. Let's get to tonight's lineup. Presented by United, the same top four, John Jay in center, Will Myers red hot playing first base, Matt Kemp behind him in right, Melvin Upton Jr. in left field batting cleanup, then Brett Wallace gets the start at third base tonight, Derek Norris catching, Alexei Ramirez at shortstop, Jamal Weeks playing second, and Cesar Vargas making his major league debut pitching. Jesse, you get to be part of this now, the Supercuts right. head-to-head challenge. All right. That's the only reason Jesse came back. We told him you get a chance to go head-to-head against Blooper and something and destroy him. Uh, yesterday, uh, good picks yesterday. Blooper picked Kashner, and Mike Grace on the couch picked Will Myers. Those were the two wow. stars of the game last night. I gave it to Will Myers. Yeah, I like that. Three for three, the Sorry, home run. Cash. 
So that's two in a row now for the Couch. They're now up 5-3 to three on blooper for the season. The Couch has picked Will Myers three games in a row. Not tonight, my Jesse, man. Jesse, you get the first pick. Who you got? I'm going Derek Norris. How about that? Uh, hit the ball really well his first couple times up last night. Didn't his have anything exit velo is through the roof. Highest on the team. Yep. Highest on the team, which means he's been unlucky as far as right. I'm concerned. We can do the Babib conversation, but I don't want to go over Cody's head. So the, the rea- <laughs> I'm kidding, Cody. I love you, Cody. Uh, uh, Let me do my show, Jesse. Stop I know. hijacking I, I've been, uh, You know what it is? The last two years, I, I'm so used to seeing all the tweets during yeah, the show that yeah. I felt like compelled to look you're, at my you're phone missing your, your hits. and yeah. follow along on Twitter. All right, so uh, Derek, but, Norris, but Derek is Norris is guy. hitting the ball really, really hard, really, really well. It's only a matter of time until those start to fall in. And Blooper, I say that time is tonight. Derek Norris. All right, Blooper, you respond with? Will Myers. <laughs> all right, that's fair. Will Myers. He's locked in. Uh, yeah, he's been. Uh, you've picked him once this year, Blooper, and he went one for four with a strikeout. So you better hope that he, he can turn that around. He keeps track of all this now. Like he has a, a chart of who I pick and everything. It's really fancy. This is the this professional year. broadcast now. This isn't yeah. the Agler Hour no, anymore. No. This is serious business. There's no more amateurism yeah. here. Uh-uh. That's very that's, serious. Uh, that's super cuts again. We'll see how Jesse does in his first time this year yeah. on that side of the picks. At Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail, the cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find a Supercuts near you at Supercuts.com. Did we just have Bill silent for an entire segment? Yes, we did. I like that. Let's try that again sometime. We're back with more Padres Social Hour after this. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. Here in the AMR studio, we're back. And we're kidding, Bill. We actually like it when you do talk. <laughs> Not so a problem. Feel free to, to chat whenever you like. Uh, Joe Costanzo on Twitter says, oh, man, I missed the show with my buddy Jesse on. What's up, pal? Good to see you. Yo, Joe. So some of the fans still like you. Yeah, everybody but Cody. Yeah, Cody, okay. Cody Precious. <laughs> um, a couple of housekeeping notes. Alexi Amarista earlier today actually placed on the 15-day DL right hamstring strain retroactive to the 20th. The injuries just keep piling up here. You're down to three three guys that can play the left side of the infield now, and you've, you've got – you got Salarte, you've got uh, Amarista, and Spangenberg on the DL. The left side of the infield is really weak. Eight yes. guys on the right. DL now? Is that right? Eight total players on the Don't forget about right, Matt right. Thornton, John so Edwards, Ballin, guys Thornton, who are going to be parts of this bullpen. Erlen, right. Erlen, Ross. Ross, eight, yeah. That's eight. tough. That's a lot of guys. They were great through spring training, right. and yeah. now all of a sudden everything's And in the minor apart. leagues today, you have two of your top prospects. Austin Hedges goes on the DL at El Paso with a hand contusion. Rudy Heron, the shortstop at Fort Wayne, goes on with a groin strain. So, yeah, not what Andy Green meant when he said we want no line between the majors and the minors. Yeah. Right. Not in terms of injuries. Jesse, you did good in the in that scene. Oh, thank Welcome you. Welcome back. It we'll was back a pleasure. Uh, tonight, post-game social hour, Kurt Pavacqua has the Tommy John on the show. So stay tuned after the game tonight. And then tomorrow at noon, it's me, Bob Scanlon, and Jordan Carruth. It's going to be all Game of Thrones talk. So tune in for that. Maybe some Padres. Thanks for watching. It's Padres Cardinals coming up this evening. This is Padres Social Hour. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.